Hi there, and welcome to Not Just Reality, a podcast dedicated to good, bad, and maybe embarrassing TV. Hi guys, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Tamara. And I'm Jade. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, people all over the world. We're so happy to be back and so quickly, you know, these these <laughs> these breaks in between seasons, you know, you blink and you'll miss them. So <laughs> I mean, it seems like everything is literally back to back. Honestly, and also like with The Bachelor and like The Bachelorette, like literally yeah. Michelle had like what two weeks and then like now we have Clayton or Carlton or mm-hmm. whoever he is, and it's Clayton. just like <laughs> this is weird. Um but yeah, that whole situation is actually pretty weird. But we're back with a new season of Married at First Sight. We're in Boston. Actually, I don't really know how to do the accent. It's 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 a lot. Um, Jade, do you want to give it a try? No, no good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, don't hurt yourself. You don't well, necessarily need to do that. Well, we're in Boston. Yeah. Um, but before we get into that, you know, Jay, do you have any updates with the Married at First Sight streets, the Bachelor streets? There's, you know, there's a lot, you know, there's Let's some see. things I think happening. last time we talked to y'all, Michelle was about to do fantasy suites, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for those of you that kept up with that, that happened with Brandon, Nate, and Joe. Joe's the Minnesota guy. Um... Ultimately, Brandon did, like, a, uh, this weird, like, plea to her right before their, right before that rose ceremony, um, and she ended up eliminating Joe, and he was like, I'll be your best friend, I'll be here for you forever, and then, of course, when we get to the final episode, he comes out of the limo first, which means you don't win if you come out first. Um, Mm. so she had to let him go, and there was lots of tears and emotion, blah, 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 blah. And then she chose Nate, who everyone had agreed that he wasn't ready for yeah. <laughs> a marriage or a relationship, but she chose him. Wait, a, a relationship also, and not just marriage? Uh, he hasn't really been in a relationship, I don't believe. I think this is the Lord. first time his parents have ever met anyone. They're like, you know, we don't really talk about emotions and things like that. So it's a little interesting. Um, at the final rose, we learned Tasha and Zach. After the final rose, we and Tasha and Zach aren't together. That was very strange. Some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, why she had to do that there. Like, What do was, you mean? Well, just like, I don't know. Why did Tasha need to tell everyone that she w- broken up with her fiancé on that particular platform? Um, I think someone asked her. It was uh, Caitlin asked her why she wasn't wearing a ring. But I mean, they uh, I mean, but all that's planned. Yeah, so, so I, I do feel like Tasha wasn't like, oh, let me bring this up, but but she had to be. I mean, but that's a script. Oh so wait, I guess my thing wait, is wait, like, wait. I may be backtracking. Oh. Tasha wasn't there. <laughs> oh, she wasn't there. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> she wasn't there because she was exposed to COVID. I think so. Oh. I think Caitlyn hosted the whole thing by herself. Okay, okay, okay. Last year was so long ago. Um, <laughs> Honestly, having a hard time keeping these pieces together because they just yeah. had the men tell all, mm-hmm. and I think that's where that happened. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but Tasha wasn't crazy. there. 
And let's see. Nate and Michelle are happy. There are some rumors that Nate's been, you know, uh, flirting with other women in the bars here in Austin. He's Wait, recently? Mm, maybe not too recently, but I think, like, by the time after the final rose came out, there those rumors were, like, active. Mm. Um, he's planning to move to Minnesota. Oh, uh, what's the network? Is, are they ABC? No, NBC. Which one are they? No, they're ABC. Okay. Gave them $200,000 for reparations? I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two black it's, people in love. Let's give you some money. It's, yeah. I, to my understanding, this has never happened before. We, we don't give the white people money. Um, yeah, that's why I, I'm so I'm so confused. <laughs> like, gave they were them $200,000 for what? <laughs> what did they say? For, for their wedding? Yeah, for the wedding, down payment Ooh, on a house, that girl, kind of thing. this is... Ugh, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> guilt. Oh, oh, get at his finest. Really um, weird. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I would take the check too. I'd spend it. I but... mean, shit, might as well take that. Hell yeah. So that happened. As far as I know, they're still well, yeah, for a I'm home. sorry, I can't get over this two hundred thousand. Did they give Matt two hundred thousand? No. Who did Matt even pick? He didn't. He pick picked old Rachel. Girl, right? I mean, oh, is that her name? Yeah, he picked Rachel. Okay. So that's I why he didn't I mean, pick her and then went back to her. No, he picked her. Remember, because she had and all then that he green found out she dress. Was no, like he was like, well, he picked her, but was like, let's not get married. Oh, remember? Well, they obviously couldn't give two hundred thousand dollars to that. As well. Oh, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, they didn't, they didn't give two hundred thousand to uh, Tasha and um, oh boy, that she's not with anymore. Tasha was the second bachelorette that season. You know, it's just it's been a hard, <laughs> hard go. But but Michelle is the second because Katie was first. Remember, they they split. They had two bachelorettes, and it was Katie and Michelle. Mm. It's not it's not adding up. <laughs> like you where's know, this money coming from? If you from? had two hundred thousand dollars to give to someone, would you give it to Katie or Michelle? That's, I mean, obviously, I would give it to Michelle. I mean, they love Michelle. I mean, we love Michelle, so I get it. But it's just like how job all this- well done. I'm just a little confused. But, I mean, that's the least they could give her. So, thanks. Thank you. Don't ask any yeah, questions. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe they're like, she's a teacher during a pandemic, and she's our bachelorette, and, and she's, she's black. black. Like, we really need to get behind this. <laughs> we, need to, we need to help the blacks. <laughs> so, who knows what's happening with them. Apparently, they're happy. They're posting lots of pictures. Yeah. Rah, rah. Go team. Good now, fun. we're back with Clayton, who... We're not. I, I don't think we're watching that, you guys. <laughs> you guys, I really tried to watch the first. Um, I don't know what they call the first night. Night one. Mm-hmm. I really tried to watch it as like a background um, show, and I was having a hard time. I was getting very tired, so <laughs> I didn't finish it. But I did hear that three women sent themselves home that first night. Like they didn't. You know. I just, heard he's quite dull. Odds aren't looking good. So I mean. Damn. He's, you know, a golden retriever, I guess. Yikes. Um, like, good guy, but not, like, maybe, maybe not the most dynamic. I don't know. I well, honestly, out of ha- all the men that Michelle had, the fact that they chose him is, is, is probably why they had to give her that 200000 Yeah. I mean, I could think of a lot of other people who would have been mm-hmm. better suited. But Absolutely. And Clayton has a handful of blondes. 
a handful. Just, a whole gaggle, so maybe. Yeah, like, aren't we all tired of seeing the same white, straight men on the show yet? Aren't y'all tired? Um, I think maybe I'm ratings tired. say no. I think they're like, we've done, like, three black people last year. We need to give this a break. Um, we need to bring it back home. Get back to our roots. So, whatever. We'll see. It's been a wild ride for them. As far as Married at First Sight, I don't know what's what's happening in those streets. Have you kept up with these people over the break? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I definitely did keep up with um, um, a couple by the name of um, Ryan and wait, what's her name? <gasps> oh yeah, Clara. I did Clara. see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I'm sure everyone saw, or maybe you didn't see. But um, recap for us. Claire, is it Claire or Clara? I forgot. Clara. <laughs> Clara was about to be on this latest uh, matchmaking special where she was, I guess, going to tell us why she and uh, Ryan broke up, which is very strange. Um, and so before she was before she was going to be on the show, like the day before, Ryan kind of put out a little iOS press release on Instagram. It was about... It's um, nine pages, nine, yes. nine, nine yes, slides of information. But to summarize it all up, he basically said that she was not really willing um, to, you know, do the work as Matt asked Rachel in uh, The Bachelor. In the Bachelor. <laughs> um, she was not willing to put in the work um, in terms of, you know, their differences in culture and backgrounds. Um, and he made it seem like she was just ill-equipped to be with a black man. Man, uh, a lot to unpack there. Um, but he, you know, expressed that she was um, not willing to engage in conversations with his family, um, didn't want to eat the food they prepared for her, <laughs> and overall would just sit on her phone and, like, not engage with his family members. And I guess, you know, if you're in a black family and your white girlfriend comes, or I'm sorry, your white wife comes and doesn't talk to anybody, I don't know if it would go over so well. So um, that being said, uh, Clara's good friend Virginia felt it, uh, I guess, appropriate for her to speak on their relationship and... Uh, Virginia made a couple of comments about race that I felt were uh, inappropriate and a little bit uh, above her um, intelligence level. Um, So I definitely hope that she actually stops and gets some perspective and some education as well. You know, everyone is not too late to learn. Okay, we're all we're all students here in this game of life. And, you know, so much information is out there, so much literature you know, it is not my duty or Jade's duty or anyone's duty to, you know, educate folks about the black experience. Um, you know, I think y'all can do that for yourselves. So, Virginia, uh, I don't even fucking know y'all. Anyways, Clara came out on the matchmaking special, <laughs> said a whole bunch of nothing, really. Oh, you watched the matchmaking special? I, I watched, like, in and out And so okay. I caught that part and... I was just like, okay. Like, she didn't really say much of anything. Honestly, she's so fucking annoying. I mean, like, between all these, like, TikToks and videos and Taylor Swifting, I think he might have dodged a bullet because it's just too much engagement. It's too 
much. Well, the thing is, Virginia did say nothing that she was going to say was going to be like geared towards Ryan or really significant at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, then so... I guess my point was then, well, then why <laughs> say anything? Like, why are you up there? Then? That's yeah, that's what she, that's what Virginia was saying. She was like, you know, I don't know why Ryan It's Ryan's trying to get ahead of something that he thinks is going to happen. That's not going to happen. And I think when she said that she was still on pretty even ground until she said that, you know, Ryan should teach clara about well and when he sh- when she said that he's playing the race card i was like shit like what is the race card what is a race card um like what's a race that, card like is it, is it i like he <laughs> like don't even is it get me started he's like, you know, we're not compatible because of this race i don't know because that's okay let's get into this ios press release really quick because when he he was making it sound like we were having these conversations off camera mm-hmm. about Correct. race yes. or we were trying to have these conversations, but because they weren't really progressing, I didn't feel like a sexual attraction to her or a spiritual connection to her because I didn't really feel understood by her. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's, I think there's definitely more to it than that. Absolutely. Because it's still not making sense. And honestly, like it, it, it doesn't, both of these folks in this relationship have some some learning to do because he mm-hmm. on one hand is like I don't understand how you're expecting someone who is not black to really understand the black experience not saying that there are other cultures who can understand and relate to some degree but also it's like if you're that pressed then I don't know maybe you should find a black woman so like it's just like I get it but it's also just like <laughs> Like, it, it felt like he was overcompensating for, like, his lack of, like, cultural sensitivity or, like, how he views himself. Because we all know that he's got some identity issues. I mean, he didn't even call himself black in the series. He kept saying multicultural. I'm like, what are you talking about? Your parents are black. So, like, it just doesn't make much sense to me. And then to kind of, like, dump all this on Clara, like, oh, well, she's not willing to learn. It just kind of feels like a cop-out. So, like, yeah. I feel like both of them are wrong, if that makes sense. I mean, I think him and Virginia, I mean, we haven't really heard anything from Clara besides, right. like, yeah. she doesn't know how to interact socially with black people. Correct. Um, which I feel like even as black people, you know, when you take someone to your family's house, you're like, this is what you can expect. And, like, you're trying to help them out before they walk in so they mm-hmm. don't. Doing even with other black people, it's not just you know if you take a white person like you just say hi to everybody like you yeah but you do that for us so, too like be like look this is what's about to happen you know this is who's gonna be yourself, in there just know. smile and nod you yeah know, you, you have to give them something to work with and that's really all she had to do was smile and nod but if you're just sitting there on your phone you don't want to eat nothing and they already quite frankly probably didn't even care for her after she sat there and talked about sex the whole time on the show. But this is the thing. Did he try to help her out and be like, look, you need to eat something? I'm sure he he tried to like intervene in the situation or did he just let her crash and burn? Honestly, I don't know because like there's so much here that doesn't make any sense. Like remember they were they were planning a New Year's Eve wedding and like looking at home. So I'm just like, why would you plan a wedding if you feel like she doesn't understand who you are as a almost black person? Like it doesn't make any sense. Like y'all were sitting here putting on, you know, putting on offers for houses and planning this wedding that he was going to majorly pay for. So I'm just like, at what point were you just like, nah, we can't do this. 
Or was that all just yeah. like an act? Like it, I think that's what sense. he thought was going to come out in this matchmaking special. Like she was going to mm. reveal what was behind the curtain. Um, but now he started something and like, why are we here? You know? Yeah, exactly. Because now Virginia's talking and Ugh. people are telling her it's not the job of black people to educate white people. And she's like, well, tell me more. seriously i just i don't know that whole thing was just i just it left me like being like just with a horrible taste in my mouth about virginia like Mm -hmm. i just was like this wasn't you didn't have any as soon as she said he's playing the race card i was just like so i'm done actually well this Um, is the thing y'all know virginia (laughs) just talks she doesn't like have any kind of reasonable filter she just says whatever's on her mind doesn't care how it comes out. So a lot of things that she says, I don't really pay much attention to because mm-hmm. it's Virginia. Yeah. She doesn't and know then, what she's talking about most of the time. And then she was like, oh, these are, I'm having some great conversations in my DMs about, you know, education and things that are available. I'm going to share this. And so people are just sending her like books and literature. Again, things that she could have found on what platform, y'all? Google. Teal Google. She could have found it all on Google. I mean, like, there's so many resources after the reckoning of summer 2020 for you to sit here and be like, oh, I mean, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm, I just, mm -hmm. I'm so tired. So, you guys, if you guys are, you know, wanting to see all of those um, screenshots and iOS press releases, and I don't know if Virginia um, archived her um, conversation. (laughs) Mm. but just go check their instagrams y'all if you're really interested it was a wild night i remember the night that all this happening and i was texting jade and i was like you have to go see this girl i was in the streets <laughs> my friend was like you should try to screen record it so you can watch it later in case she takes it down i was like i don't think virginia's gonna take it down oh no no so, no she won't no anywho anything else with any of these other folks everybody else been quiet michaela's been being herself oh my god when i saw her on the matchmaking special y'all i'm 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 just (laughs) i i I don't have anything to say and i have nothing to say okay (laughs) okay that's plenty that's that's plenty i think we're good on her um so yeah we're gonna go into this season this is the second season of boston this is episode one the weddings are coming the weddings are coming um i did watch what's the other thing where they actually match the people is that the kickoff mm, yes the kickoff special yeah oh that's okay. what i watched i didn't watch the matchmaking special sorry i watched the kickoff <laughs> where they meet where they're talking where they're talking about who they're doing like, the yes interviews? yes where they talk to okay. everyone and they were just like who's gonna stay together and they have these like random people up there talking about oh no people. i watched the other one the other one. Oh, okay so i watched the kickoff. without the you without watched... the side people okay you watch the matchmaking okay great um so together we've watched everything yes apparently. We're, we're well equipped <laughs> to talk about this even if we hadn't watched this first episode honestly uh, yeah y'all, y'all know the first episode is really slow i've talked to a lot of people and they're like we don't watch the first couple of episodes because nothing's happening and you guys are well within your right because this episode is three fucking hours yeah but it's um, not gonna take us uh, long to recap it at all because not what happened yeah it was the, it was a dry three hours mm-hmm. very dry um So that being said, let's get into it. We learned very early on from Pastor Cal that we're only going to get one wedding in this whole three hours. (laughs) So everything else is just a rehashing of the previous two specials, I suppose. Yes, indeed. Um, First up, we have this gentleman named Mark, Mock the Shock, um, who is a very typical 
guy. He actually kind of reminds me of a lobster, but I don't know why. Um, so he's 37. He was trying to, he tried to get cast the first Boston season and like went through apparently a lot of the process and didn't make it out. So they felt like they owed it to him is what Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper said. Um, Dr. Viviana wasn't a part of that season. That's when they still had that other lady who actually yes, got with the who, contestant. And, mm-hmm. But who was actually, um, I felt added a lot more if I'm being perfectly honest. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just See, saying. she was adding a little too much because she's soliciting the participants. That's okay, not, not soliciting. Not <laughs> you know? she, she married this man and then was like, come on over here, boo, I got you. Um, yeah, but I, I, okay, fine, fine, fine. I, I definitely don't, you know. Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. You are the professional in this situation. You have the upper hand. You cannot do that. Um, let's see. What do we know about Mock? He has three cats. Um, which apparently is a lot for people, and he tries to date women, and they all say they're allergic to cats. Two of the cats were his own, and then one was, like, he had a co-worker from work move in. That was her cat, so it's his cat now, something like that. He also takes care of his mom and his grandma, who are both in some levels of assisted living. Mm-hmm. I think one has dementia. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the other one, but he grandma takes has, care of them. He's an only child. Yeah, grandma has dementia. The mom's in rehab um, because he said that she can't take care of herself, and I don't think she can walk, so she's mm, not mobile. Yeah. So that's Mock. Anything else about him? Do you know what he does for work? Um. We yeah. He's a um uh, a manager of like a couple of gyms. So I don't know. Probably oh. like your what's it? Maybe like your 24 hour fitness or. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I really don't know. Um, but there was B-roll of him, like, working out to, like, this weird, like, heavy metal and, like, <laughs> Irish music. Like, no, 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 It was really intense. Um, and then his dad passed away um, from cancer in 2019. So he's had a lot of loss. And honestly, guys, as we recap these folks, loss is, is, is a common denominator. <laughs> It's a um, theme. It's a theme with these folks. And it's just like, it just, you know, it makes me think like, I, I don't know why we think that like, oh, I'm, you know, I've had so much loss in my life. Let me get married, even though I haven't really processed that loss. Like, it's just, mm. it's it's just an interesting um, line of thinking. So just keep that in mind as we go through each person, you know, and loss and trauma um, is, 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 is what they're all connected by, unfortunately. Okay. Who do we yeah. have Ugh, next man. on the docket? After him? Oh, his wife, right? No, yeah, his wife. Yes, his fiance, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay's Ugh. 34. Lindsay with an E. Um, mm-hmm. She's quite a lot. Uh, she categorizes herself as a wild card. Um, there's this B-roll of her kickboxing. Um, she likes cooking. She can't drink caffeine because it's too much of a stimulant. Um, she's very close with her dad and brother. That's the only family she has with a close connection. Um, and she was planning her wedding a year ago and five days before the wedding, her fiance calls it off. Um, Mm -hmm. she says her blood type is B positive. That's her in life. I don't know what that means. You guys, um, I think B positive is a universal donor so they can donate to anybody. Oh, interesting. Which means like you you have a really good blood type. Like, mm. Should harvest. Oh no, I thought it was O positive. So did I. Because isn't B the most rare? You think she's rare? 
Well, no, I said B. No, no, I I mean, sure. (laughs) But I thought B positive was the most rare blood type. That's the only thing. Um, So, yeah, moving forward. Her parents divorced four years ago, which I thought was like her dad seems pretty older. Um, So Mm -hmm. I wonder they must have had just a late divorce in life. Um, But she has a very rough relationship with her mom. She didn't really go into why. Um, Mm -hmm. But her dad did say that he's excited for her to get married, but she needs to... um, work on her attitude because he said she reacts instead of responds which Mm. i thought was was saying a lot (laughs) yeah i mean when she met i think dr vivia or maybe it was dr pepper met her at her apartment and dr pepper was like why are you so like up there Mm -hmm. and she's like i've been off the bean for three years like talking about coffee she has these weird expressions oh i was like Um, off the bean is that drugs (laughs) she's like i've been (laughs) off the bean for three years this is just me and i think that her was like well is there anything behind that like is there any substance (laughs) and then she kind of broke down and got emotional like very fast like was on the verge of tears um and i think this is generally her where like it doesn't take much to get her to cry but aside from that she's like super super intense even uh her brother says she hasn't had the best decision making when it comes to partners dad says she needs someone with the patience of a saint because she's kind of hits hard and fast and then like you know tries to clean it up so i'm really not sure about her and mock as a couple it seems I, like i agree odd match they're both like very strong dominant mm-hmm. people she's a lot but i i don't know if she would i don't think she would do well with someone who was like more submissive either i think she just needs to like breathe yeah i don't really they're both very like up there in terms of like energy and i definitely feel mm-hmm. like when you have two people who are just competing <laughs> to be like the the most high strung um, it's just not gonna end well so yeah someone's gonna have to submit i don't know if it's gonna i i don't think it's gonna be her um it'd be it, it's gonna be interesting to know. see once they're together like who falls into what roles i think mm-hmm. it's also interesting because neither of them really have like the family that the other is looking for yes correct and so it's correct. gonna kind of be just, just them. them yeah <sighs> which is <sighs> a challenge you know no i don't know i don't know we'll have, we'll the have experts did say they're hoping to have five for five this year and i don't know what <laughs> made them say, say that because i can i don't have the most confidence in any of these people i don't thus far and we're, we'll get into it but you guys no five i really wanted five. someone to believe in but it's looking Shit. a little hairy yeah um so that's all we got on Lindsay. who's next Alajuan, he is 29. Um, he is, has a really... Is Katina not next? Or is she Katina at? and Alajuan, but he goes first. Oh, okay. Oh, he does. He mm-hmm. does. Yeah. Um, he has a really interesting haircut. Don't love it. Mm, um, hate it. Hate it. <laughs> it's not making him look better. <laughs> but uh, we basically see him telling his family. They're at like some kind of backyard cookout. Everyone's excited. But it seems like they're also concerned because he has a history of being a fuck boy. Um, He was, I guess, all through college, like cheating on women, having multiple women. He would call, tell the women his name is Isaac so that he wouldn't get caught up, even though his name is Olajuwon. Um, He also lost his dad at 16 Mm -hmm. 
to his dad, his dad died or his dad incarcerated? I don't know. That's a common theme. One of the folks. two. I can't recall. I'm sorry. One of the two. His dad was absent from his life. Yeah, but he is deceased. Be. He he is deceased. We just don't know okay. if it was in jail or if it was, you know, traditional. Sorry. Yeah. So he wants some ideal woman who's going to, like, cook and clean to be everything for him. He wants a mama. Yeah. yeah. Um, his family's like, it's not it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we'll see. He's still really young and also immature. Ugh. Um, and I don't know why they thought he'd be good with Katina. And t- tell us about, tell us about <laughs> her. Like, it just, and honestly, for one thing about Olajuwon, um, I'm going to have to figure out a name for him. But Olu, he, yeah, that's like Olu. The guy on, um, that's cute. I like that. Olu was on a uh, Bachelorette, but I don't know his whole name. But he was about to. They were on. They were at the grill, and he was about to put the cheese on the burgers. And I was like, "Wow, <laughs> tell us why you're really mad." Is that is that what you got from this three hours? I mean, I was like, "So you've never grilled a burger in your life?" And then all the people around him had to stop. He put him. the cheese on the raw burger. Like, it was still cooking. And so he was like, we about to put the cheese on it. And the guy's like, no. (laughs) Like, we just started cooking No, no. He just got this little house. He's trying to, like, fix it up. He doesn't know what he's doing. What the fuck are you doing? He's only been sober from his (laughs) fuckboy lifestyle for the past two years. I was just like, just put cheese on raw burgers, huh? I mean, like, do we... I just... I was was done. So, yeah, moving forward to his fiance. He has a lot of growing to do. He does. That's what told me. And then, like, there was this white man that was there that was, like, his former coach. And I was like, so we're just living in the past? Like, you were about to be 30 years old. Like, you're not going to go to the NFL or the NBA. There's a lot of people that maintain those close relationships with those kind of people. But, you know, he doesn't have a dad. Oh, the dad. That's true. That's true. That's true. At the time, the coach was probably a big part of his life and has continued Mm -hmm. to be involved in his life to make sure, like, he doesn't screw up. Because left to his own devices, Olajuwon is Mm -hmm. not, you know. He he needs somebody. Well, one of his friends, I don't know if it was his friend or his brother, but I think um, Alu asked him, like, what made you know that you were ready for marriage? And the guy says, I wasn't looking for a wife. <laughs> I was looking for a knight. <laughs> I thought that was really fun. That was his, that I think was his older brother. Hysterical. Sean. And I think, is that the one who married the white woman mm-hmm. that was there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he met, you know, this white woman. They got married. Um, he was so taken with her that one yeah, night that he had a barrier, which yeah, is crazy. Huh? I guess if you keep sleeping around, you'll just find somebody that you're like, oh shit, this can't pass this one up. I wasn't looking for a wife. I was looking for a night. I mean, I have, that's honest though. It sounds like she knows what the deal is. She wasn't disillusioned and thinking like, <laughs> wow, what a, what a, sto- what a story to tell the grand grandkids. <laughs> She so, knows yeah. what's up. Yeah. Well, good for know. her. I'm glad they're happy together. Uh, meanwhile, we meet um, Alu's wife, uh, her, his fiance right now, Katina. Uh, Katina, from all I can tell, she's a, a party girl. Um, mm-hmm. She likes to go out, uh, be in the streets. She said if you're with her, we start at 7 p.m. We don't end to 4 a.m. Who starts at 7 p.m.? What kind of respectable person? I've never started at 7 p.m. Well, maybe she means Even- they start a happy hour and they just keep it going, perhaps? Girl, Who has you're supposed day? to be like start pregame at 9 or 10, then go out at like 11, no. and then you can come in at 3. She said no. We start I don't need to spend that long with you. We start mm-hmm. at 7. Not we me. start at dawn. 
Um, so she's <laughs> doing some sort of weird workout also. She's on a bike. She's doing some sort of yoga or meditation, even this though nothing. Because everyone's what, working out. Right. Nothing that she's saying is like making any sense. She says that she's always been cheated on. Her last partner had a whole nother girlfriend, the same time frame and uh, another mm-hmm. guy cheated on her and had a whole had a whole child on her and everyone's just cheating on her. It's quite sad. Yeah. Um, and her dad was incarcerated when she was a child. Yes. I'm not sure if that's where I mix that up, but yes, yeah, so also her, doesn't yeah. have a super available father. So then uh, we see her walking in with um, to talk with her friends. She's got four girl. I'm sorry, three girlfriends there. Um, I spotted a hookah in. in That's what I was like. What kind of weird ass hookah brunch is this? So like, they, hookah, there's a hookah brunch. on the table. It's very hard to ignore. Also, hookahs, just, hookah, hookah is so gross. Like, you guys, no. Um, so they're hanging out. She's like, "Oh my god, you guys, I'm getting married." Ah. I'm sorry. This was so disingenuous. Like, between <laughs> <laughs> between Olu and Katina, these two people belong to the streets. Okay. Who told them marriage is for us? Like, this was the most, like, crazy 20 minutes of television. Like, I'm just so This confused. is going to be an interesting couple because they're both very still mentally young. And they're both like, we want to settle down. But, like, we don't know what, how to settle down. Right. You and know, the only thing she it. said was, like, oh, I just want to find someone on Netflix and chill with. I don't think she does. I think she wants to be out in the streets with Alu at the strip club. <laughs> He would probably like that. He'd I mean, love he it. He says he would like that later on. She's not very vulnerable, not very open. I don't know if he knows how to really be a strong partner. And so this <laughs> is not a on disaster. a good trajectory at this point with this couple. Um, mm. However, both young, beautiful people, a lot of potential, but like just not, not quite where we need to go. Mm-hmm. We do get a little bit of a different vibe from this next older couple, Steve yes. and Noy. Steve is a uh, ripe 38. He might be, is he the oldest person that's been on the show? That's a good question. I think so. That's pretty old for the show. Yeah, um, and, and very interesting. <laughs> you, you'll get into it. <laughs> so Steve, um, a lot of his background, his grandparents were in arranged marriage. They look to be of Asian descent. Um, his mother looks to be... Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells his family they're at like a dim sum place and uh, all of his siblings are there. Apparently all of his siblings are already married with kids and he's the, he's the youngest child. Uh, he's the most adventurous. He's a risk taker. He was recently laid off from his job, got laid off and apparently decided he was going to travel down the East Coast in his vehicle uh, with his drone. There's some drone footage that he got of himself <laughs> himself during this time <laughs> they added in there. Um, and he's still not employed. And so everyone's like, how are we going to navigate this with your wife? This did come up with the experts and apparently Steve isn't very concerned that he's unemployed. He feels like he can just work whatever. Like, you know, it's not going to be, he's not going to allow himself to be poor. So he'll get a job. Um, we'll see how that goes with, with Noi. Uh, what else do we know about Steve? He's tall. He's, you know. Yeah, um, it's, he says that, first he said he was a former software sales 
Mm-hmm. And then he said he was a former sales engineer. So I need him to kind of clarify because two of those, both of those job descriptions have very different salary ranges. Mm. Um, so are you in sales or are you a sales engineer? Like, what is it? Apparently something with enough money for him to not feel the urgency to go back to work. I guess uh, so. But and also something that he thinks he can just get in a, in a second. So I guess yeah, good for you. Something in I, mean, I think he has like a lot of job security because he's not like, I'm looking for a job right now. He's like, I'll mm-hmm. get a job when I need one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that was all I got from him. Um, his family also agrees that this woman will want him to have a job. So I hope Steve is looking for some, you know, opportunities. I think he'll get one. He probably <laughs> won't have a very hard time once he decides to sit yeah. still and do it. Yeah. So then um, his uh, beloved name is Noi. Um, mm-hmm. She is, she and her family are from um, Laos. I've actually, mm-hmm. I actually know someone who's from Laos. Um, but she, um, and her family were part of a refugee camp. And so they immigrated to the States and I believe they immigrated to Minneapolis, um, where she said they shared a one bedroom apartment with her and her family. It was her, I believe what, two sisters and two brothers or. Yeah. I think she has a younger sister. I don't know how many kids they have total, but yeah, I think it was, I think I saw like a sister, brother, and then mom and dad, I believe. Um, so this is where it got a little hazy. She says that she really loves love and she, she, she'll travel for love. She'll travel over oceans and water and stuff. And Mm -hmm. she said that she met a man who's from the UK. Wait, hold on. This, I was really confused. Okay. She met a man Mm -hmm. who's from the UK who took her to Mexico. Mm -hmm. And she said that they had a, they, and they had a great time, but it didn't last. But that wasn't a relationship, Noy. That was that was just a. So yeah, it sounds <laughs> like she a, met someone from happening. the UK somewhere, and he was like, "Let's take a trip to Mexico." And they met up in Mexico and had a wonderful time, and it was lovely. And then didn't go anywhere past that. There was also another man um, from Bulgaria mm-hmm. that she thought was her soulmate, <laughs> and was flying across <laughs> oceans to this man, oh, and Lord, obviously didn't work out. So she's a little. Uh, uninhibited with with people that she likes she or maybe just has na- this- or is there a bit of naivete there like why do you think this man from bulgaria i mean i don't i, don't, I would like a trip too but like to bulgaria where is bulgaria? i don't know if they met up in i can't remember where they met up but i think he was, was from she, bulgaria well she kept saying that she travels over water to meet men or for yeah, love there, that's yeah, why there's I was a like, lot of other places besides bulgaria <laughs> that's why i was like did you go to so bulgaria hopefully. i'm about to look it up you guys where is What's bulgaria? bulgaria it's a small country oh it's in southeastern europe in the east of the balkans so she could be anywhere if, if it's Bulgaria, she could have met him in Greece and probably. I hope so, okay. because this doesn't look very appealing. Like, you got to pass Serbia and Macedonia. <sighs> look. Okay, so Istanbul. Noi. Our friend Noi here, she's, yeah, she's a, cha- a risk taker, which might go good with Steve, because he's also a risk taker. Um, Noi tells her, she ends up telling her friends over a dinner. It looks like all of her friends are also um women of various colors mm-hmm. which is very diverse nice yeah diverse friend group um she says she has this alter ego who likes to dance and wear wigs so she's kind of like you know a good time i think that will go good with steve but mm-hmm. i'm not sh- i'm not sure where they're going to get hung up but something isn't all the way <laughs> clicking it might be this job thing 
it might be this you're 38 what's wrong <laughs> thing um i don't know I don't yeah know. i don't what know what do you first see I mean, for them i couldn't really tell like because as we get into like the latter part of the episode where we have like the bachelor party and stuff like i actually forgot he was even there so i don't really know like mm, what his deal point. is like he didn't really i don't know there's just nothing about him that's like wow so yeah. i don't know i don't know i think he's like pretty chill yes and yes. i agree maybe almost a little too chill like to his detriment but mm-hmm. but we'll see well, we'll see. yeah we'll see next up we have jasmina and michael mm-hmm. this couple uh these people this, are very attractive. You said they're very attractive? I do. I believe so. Yeah, they're definitely, like, good-looking people, but a lot of this stuff under the water is, like, I'm concerned. Let's start with Jasmina. She is 29. Um, She shows up to, like, dinner with her family, and she invites everyone to her wedding. That's how they find out she's getting married in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, she tends to be with people who are unemotionally available. She says it's not her, it's them. Um, someone had a baby on her. Is this the same girl? No. Katina? Okay. This no, is- so, yeah, oh. they, that's what they have in common. <laughs> okay. Jasmina is one of nine. She's the third oldest. Um, she doesn't know all of her siblings. Her mom walked out when she was very young, I think like two or three, on her and her mm-hmm. sister. Her dad remarried a woman, but then he remarried when she was, I think, seven, seven, ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then he divorced her and decided he was going to move to Jamaica. Um, apparently, Jasmina and her sister didn't want to go to Jamaica, so they asked if the stepmom could have custody. Dad gave the stepmom custody. Jesus. And even though he's living outside of the country, it's very, a little bizarre. That um, is nuts. You guys, and maybe this happens more more often than not, but I was taken aback <laughs> with this whole it's, story. It's a, it's a lot with this story. However, it does seem like the stepmom has taken her mom's place and has been a very, very good yes. person yes. to, to these kids and has loved them as her own and has done probably the best thing for them by giving them stability. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But, but it's still, just... Oh, my God. It's a, it's a weird... I mean, I guess I'm glad her dad did it, but it's like, you just... You left your kids in a country with someone that you weren't married to. Right. Yeah, like, I... I, I Knowing they, their mom had previously left them. And We've got to get into that. And I, and I want her... Again, you guys, like, I don't know why all this trauma all this loss and you're like you know what let's go on tv and let's marry someone i don't know and i just don't i just don't know i don't know if this is gonna help but this whole story was just awful i mean she has a stepfather now he's also west indian Mm -hmm. and i thought they were at this table talking and this one person kept asking questions i thought it was her sister it's actually the mom um i'm not sure how old this woman is but she's obviously not cracking either way. She's expressing her concerns to Jasmina. And at the end of this scene, you see Jasmina's makeup is running. You don't see her cry, but like there's definitely streaks going down mm-hmm. her face. Yeah, she was crying. Um, which is a little, little concerning. So we'll see. And then we have Michael, who also very, very broken family. <laughs> Take us into it. God. 
so Michael, so I, I want to just point out that Jasmina was the only person who was not working out in her B-roll. She said, look, I'm staying true to myself. I don't work out, <laughs> so you're not getting any workout footage of me. And I appreciate that, Jasmina. Stay true to you. Um, so he's working out. You know, he's running the, he's running the stairs. Um, he's having a great time. He's saying that, you know, he's really looking forward to being married, um, he has four sisters who are extremely supportive of him um, and one brother. Um, and so we see them sitting at the table. He's sitting with his, uh, wait, I'm sorry. Was it four sisters or three sisters? I think it's mm, three. Okay. So he's sitting at the table with his three sisters and he tells them that, you know, he's getting married. They're all very excited. They're very supportive of him um, doing Married at First Sight. He must be the baby of everyone. Yes. He is the baby. Um, He tells us that his father passed away when he was 11 and then at 12, his brother was shot and then Mm -hmm. his mom passed away from 20. uh, His mom mom passed away when he was 20 of breast cancer, and then the grandma passed away. Um, So he uh, categorizes himself as a lone wolf, and he said that he has never really been vulnerable with his partners, um, but he thinks that he is ready for marriage for whatever reason. (laughs) Um, Everyone thinks they're ready. Yeah, so they give us some more B-roll of him. Um, he's reading this book called Blink, um, and I looked it up because I wanted to know if that had any, um, I guess, meaning. And mm. Blink is basically uh, the power of thinking without thinking. So I don't, I don't really know why he was like reading that. Um, mm. But he was also sitting on a very uncomfortable futon. Um, his so that was really troubling. Needs a lot of help. Um, <laughs> you know, we are very into the home decor here. After we gave Michaela a very scathing review of you know her you know place of residence, um, and Michael too, um, his place looked really concerning. I did see Lucky yeah. Charms. He, okay, he it just looks like it's a bit older. Um, doesn't look like it has like central air and heating. He has like a. What are those things? Radiators that are like on the baseboards and like ACs in the windows. I was more concerned about um, that futon. Like, how can you sit on something like that? Well, then the futon, yeah. So I don't know what he does. I didn't get a lot of these people's jobs, but well, I get that. So I was, everyone, they showed footage of them filling out that uh, Mary at First Sight form. It mm-hmm. looked like he said personal trainer. Oh. So okay. I don't know if we're going to get it. I'm sure we'll get into it. But it looked like he said that he yeah. was a personal trainer, to which that led me to have more questions. But anyways, you guys, his whole family is very supportive of him getting married. Again, so much trauma, so much loss. You know, Jasmina lost her, essentially pretty much lost her mom and dad. He's lost everyone except his sisters. Mm-hmm. Is there something about the this this northeastern area that I'm missing? Like I I, I don't not. know. I mean, when people get to be these ages, I think it's a lot. Well, what they're people, 28, 29, 30. I know, but I don't know why their lives are this way. <laughs> okay, and wait, so what? one of the things with him, because you know, Pastor Cal really loves on the black guys. <laughs> Um, Pastor Cal was a little concerned with Michael's level of seriousness, and he was because Michael, this whole went during the whole time where like they had been interviewing him, he wasn't very light and like jovial, he was just very like straight faced. Well, I guess Pastor we know why. I mean, the man has lost like <laughs> 10 people. 
Pastor Cal was like, do you ever, like, relax? Like, do you ever get, like, playful? And he was like, yeah, actually, like, my sisters would say, you know, if you told them I was too serious, um, they would laugh at it. So Pastor Cal actually had him call one of his sisters and, like, say, like, you know, what's going on with him? Because he's... He's a little uptight. Um, oh my gosh. And his sisters reassured Pastor Cal that, like, he needs time to get comfortable and get silly. But, you know, he okay, almost, like, you have to tell him to stop joking at some points. Um, so that was good. He called somebody named Ralph. Who's Ralph? I don't know because he said he had one brother, but then one brother was shot. Is that the brother we see that's shot? Or is the brother gone and this is another brother? I don't know who this is. I think this is like a pseudo brother of some sort because oh, okay. the sisters cool. are like okay. call Ralph. Well, maybe that's Ralph the says, pseudo brother. Ralph says the compromise is going to be very important in his relationship. Michael uh, really quickly identifies that he's not good at compromise and it's something he needs to work on. So <sighs> red flags list, all child. around. <laughs> Just uh, add it to the list. <laughs> It's it's gonna be interesting. I think they're both genuinely good people. Yes, but they are. They both have like a ton of baggage. This whole cast so, has a ton of baggage. Well, let's talk about this Chris guy next. I don't have any notes for him. I don't know what's happening besides. <laughs> so the only thing I have about Chris. So Chris is thirty five. Um, he is the president of his disc golf um, organization. Um, he plays a lot of disc golf. Uh, but he said it's not really great for meeting people. Um, mm-hmm. I noticed that he mentioned that he wanted someone who was skinny fit on his little Married at First Sight form. How would you oh. describe his physique? <laughs> I wouldn't describe him as skinny fit. He's like, you know, got a dad bod chunky thing going. Not the, not like, oh, I don't want to. Okay. He's like a little, little Dad bod chunky. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> Yes, I do know he's in real estate mm-hmm. on some yeah. level. Yeah, um, and he, and he was has a, he has a mom. Yeah, he was talking with his mom. He told her that they were filming something about real estate. She looked right into the camera. Um, <laughs> so I think she must have like really thought it was real estate. But then he was like, "No, I'm getting married." And then that was all I had about them. Honestly, between Chris yeah. and Alyssa, I didn't really have many notes. Yeah, I know his mom thought he was crazy for this. I don't know if he has any siblings. I don't know where his dad is. I don't get a lot from Chris. <laughs> oh, yeah, we didn't um, get a lot of, uh, we didn't get the background information about him. I was really hoping you were paying attention because no. at that point I was like, <laughs> once he had pulled out his like disc golf backpack. Yes, I was, when I saw him, okay. the, the slow-mo of the disc golf, I was just like, okay. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, there's this thing here called foot golf. I don't know oh, if it's where God. you guys live, but it's like playing golf with like maybe that soccer size ball and you have to like kick it it's like playing soccer but it's called foot golf wow look it up it's here i know (laughs) people who have gone wait you went you said you went you went no i know people who have gone people have told me about it oh my gosh i just pulled it up uh, okay where is this oh this is in the east the east has everything (laughs) all the good stuff uh yeah it's like soccer but like with the golf uh, tee, I guess. That's very interesting. Um, we also have a lot of disc golf courses here mm-hmm. um, because yeah. Austin. Um, anyways, that's what we got from Chris. Alyssa is the woman who will be marrying. She's 30. <sighs> she meets at what looks to be a winery with her mom and her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, 
they're excited for her. Uh, kind of like just a normal level of excited, like yeah. oh, good, <laughs> we will be there. Um, one thing about her, she's an animal lover. She rescues animals. She currently has one dog. Um, that is like the dog she owns. But mm-hmm. aside from that, she like rescues and rehomes. So really love that about her. Um, she was another one who was in a relationship recently. Her last relationship was a year. They looked at rings and everything, and then apparently things just <laughs> broke up after that. Yeah, she didn't really I say. Think kind of but she, her. Yeah, she was just like, he came home from dinner. She He came home, she had dinner made, he was just like, it's over. And I'm like, is that yeah. really what happened, Alyssa? <laughs> Tell us the whole thing. I don't know. I like her, but I do think she'll be bored with Chris. Um, I I don't like her. Um, mm. And we're going to get into why later with, like, the weddings and stuff, probably. Um, okay. But there's something about her that I just, it just felt like a lot to me. Like, she wasn't very mm. relaxed, it seemed. Like, I don't know. There's something about her. How relaxed can you little... be when you're being Well, yeah, cruised. that's true. I did like that she rides horses because um, she mm-hmm. said she's really into the country scene. I love horses. Um, but I just don't think she's going to be attracted to Chris, to be perfectly honest. I don't think she's going to be attracted at all. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't find him attractive. I think he'll like her, but I think they will have a difficult time getting on. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I don't know if they're like the most compatible. Him with this disc golf and her with she doesn't really offer a lot of um she's not like easy to get to know, I'll say, but I don't know. So those are the five couples we have. Each its very own unique train wreck. Um each with his own red flags, but mm-hmm. at this point, I guess when you're putting these couples together, like, is it possible to put together people without any red flags? Is that like a unicorn? I mean, no, um, but like this just felt honestly, all of these people, it just felt very heavy. Like moms in rehab, dads in prison, mom left, dad won't talk to me. Everyone died from you know can- cancer, gun violence, and prison. I mean, it just it felt like a lot. Yeah, and just yeah, this I particular mean, season just felt like everyone had a story. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I wonder if that's like an intentional thing. Let's talk about the difficult stuff. Let's give everyone more depth instead of like allowing us to like get to know these people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you know, too much, too fast can almost be a turnoff where it's like, ooh, like let's let's ease into these waters of like all this traumatic stuff instead of like dumping it all on me at the at the very mm-hmm. start which is kind of what this show does like you know it's very accelerated um yeah. we go from everyone telling their people to the brides and the grooms meeting up this is not um this is not the parties this is just like a little happy hour thing i guess um not much is going on except for mark says he's not nervous at all he's done this before he's you know ready to go um, Lindsay says she gave everyone, she gave the experts free reign to choose someone for her. Her only requirements were no belly or no baby teeth. Um, so she, at this point, she's what is like, baby, what is baby teeth? Am I missing something? What does that mean? I think she may mean like, you know, people have gummy smiles and it makes their teeth look small. Um, like oh. adult teeth, like big teeth is okay. what she wants. Um, uh yeah so she keeps making like all these quips about 
a lot of things. She just has a lot to say. It's, she said it's exhausting. something that was really <laughs> offensive to me. Um, she said, hi, I'm Lindsay with an E, not like Lohan with the drug problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that really fucking necessary? She has a lot. She says a lot of things that um, are offensive and not like, okay. I don't think she'll like Mark because he's he's like a big personality, but he's like a cool guy almost. Yeah, like, it's, gets along it's well with everybody. Lot. And I think she puts a lot of people off with things she says. Mm-hmm. Um, she breaks down at some point because she's asking if everyone's parents are going to be there. And people are talking about their moms and she's crying about her mom. Again, she's like always on the verge of tears. She needs to be in someone's chair ASAP. Um because she's like just on these two opposite ends of you know one minute she's making all these crazy comments and the next mm-hmm. minute she's crying highs it's and a lows. lot to deal with highs and lows <laughs> uh, it's exhausting um olu talks about how he always meets women on facebook and that's where he i guess doesn't have he doesn't have trouble meeting women is what he said. Very strange women that he's thing. using facebook that's i thought weird. that too I was like facebook is an interesting thing because you're I mean, it's dated for, like, he's 29 or 30. That was strange. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember the last time someone sent me a message on Facebook. Right? Um, I'd be like, what is this? Like, in an attempt to communicate. Like, it's, what do you want? I probably didn't even see it. Um, (laughs) So, okay, one of the things Lindsay talks about is she's talking to Alyssa. Alyssa's talking about rescuing dogs and things like that. And Lindsay says she doesn't want a small dog. She would like someone with, like, a big dog. And she says if it was a small dog, she would bigfoot it. What does that mean? I don't know, but I felt I felt offended again. Like, the fuck? I mean, just when she had someone with a foot, I was like, so would you harm it? Yes. Are you insinuating animal abuse? That's what it seemed like. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, Bigfoot I was like, excuse me, pause. I'm like, how about Bigfoot is... you? Like, what do you mean? This is the thing, because... <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand her. Initially, during, like, the matchmaking thing, I thought she was, like, okay, but she was in a very controlled environment. She was only talking to the experts, so I feel like she was a little more put together. Now that we have her talking to other people, I'm like, this woman is nuts. Yeah, I just that about the Bigfoot and the dog and then Lindsay Lohan. I was just like, girl, none of these people didn't do anything to you. Like, why are you so upset? Um, So, yeah, she's doing a lot. Um, I'm trying to think what else anyone said. Uh, Everyone's Um, talking about consummating the marriage. Some people are like, no, probably not. And some people are like, well, if it happens, it happens. Noi and Steve are both kind of like, well, we'll see. Um... But aside from that, most people like Olu are like, oh, maybe not. Because that's yeah. how I always start my relationships with a lot of sex. <laughs> um, <laughs> hasn't, hasn't gone good for me in the past. <laughs> um, I think that's really most of the conversation. I don't know how yeah. we're doing on time, but that's pretty I much feel it. like we're doing pretty good because nothing's happening Yeah, here. nothing happened. So, yeah, so we move forward with dress shopping. <laughs> um, so Lindsay goes first. Um, 
interesting style of dresses. Um, it was mm-hmm. like very fitted and busty at the top and then like poofy at the bottom. What is that? Is that a style? Mermaid? Is that mermaid? But this felt, but it was more like a line at the bottom. Like I feel like mermaid is oh. like super, super like super fitted all the way at the top. And then at the bottom, it just like kind of goes out. I don't know what style her dress was. It wasn't for me. Um, Cause I, hated, I didn't take any notes. I hated her. all the dresses she had on. Um, I hated everything. Uh, so then Mark, um, he's trying on, I guess, just pretty much anything and everything. He's trying on red suits, <laughs> white suits, black suits, top hats. One of his friends. He seems very easygoing. He's just like, yeah, let's do it. You know. One of his gentleman friends, matter. who is uh, a white man, had on a do rag. Did you see that? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> Yes. What are his I friends? I need to go back. I was really checked out. My he, note says Lindsay and Mark went first. Next. <laughs> He's going to pop back up at the bachelor party. He had the man had on a do-rag. And then when he took it off, he had on like a fade. And I was like, sir, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> Please. I'm going to try and look just trying to get it. his little. Maybe he was trying to get his the hair waves? laid down. Because, you know. <laughs> Sometimes white people, when they like when they get their hair cut, it just stands straight up. You know, it doesn't lay. So maybe he's just trying Jade. to get it to lay. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that, and I I should have taken a picture. I was just so taken aback. I was like, oh sir, good sir, what is this? Woo, that's how they all do it in Boston. Uh, so yeah, well, <laughs> that was know. something. Um, and then Michael, um, Bless his little heart. Michael, he seemed a bit more upbeat. He was trying on a burger. He said he wanted a burgundy tux, um, slim fit. Um, it looked very nice on him and mm-hmm. he's there with his sister and I guess some sort of brother. Uh, and he said that his grandma loved the color burgundy and he's getting a little yeah, bit emotional. I think they tell him that they're like, grandma loved burgundy. He's like, for mm-hmm. real? Yeah. I feel so. regal in it. And, and then he kept saying, you know what this looks like? A husband and commitment. And I don't know. He was making jokes. I thought it was cute. You know, he was, you know, being I felt like everything he says is indicative that he's having like some icy feet. I think he's. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. He's very nervous. Overthinking this big time. And he's like, you know, this is this is going to be it. Like, you know, it's going to be revolutionary and life changing. And <laughs> the last person that built up a marriage in their head before ever seeing the person. Well, Q, uh, what's his name? Zach Freeman. Oh, my God. Who thought this was going to be, you know, his pathway to heaven. Oh, and Lord. it's just, you know, we need to dial it back a bit and realize, Indeed. like, this is another human. This is not some perfect person plucked from the whole world. This is someone plucked from mm-hmm. the same city I live in. The radius is not very large. Other people have experiences that I need to take into account. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with, with Mr. Michael, but... I mean, I hope it works out because Jasmina, like, she's just stunning. Like, her trying on she all these is. dresses, I was like, girl. I think Lindsay has a girl crush on Jasmina. She keeps talking about how she does. She a girl, I mean, she, gr- girl crush. I think she. It's a little. It's a little she intense. wants her. <laughs> like, <laughs> all she talks about is how gorgeous she is, how beautiful she is. She's Naomi and Campbell. And she is gorgeous. And she is. But, but like, like, Lindsay is like, she's like, no. Like, <laughs> Jasmina is mine. <laughs> and I am her. <laughs> I don't um, know if Jasmina has even noticed Lindsay to be true. <laughs> she hasn't even looked at her. Um, so yeah, so we get into the Bachelorette and the Bachelor parties. Um, I'll do the girls first. Oh wait, wait, wait! Jasmina picks a nice dress too, and then she 
changes into something else that was I don't know. I like the one dress she had. Her mom is really worried about oh, the yeah, guy she's gonna that. be with. Um, huh? What'd you say? I said yeah. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Her mom is just really concerned about who this man is. How is his heart? You know, she has some viable concerns. I don't think she, her mom would be mad at Michael because I think he's a uh, a good guy. He just has a lot of baggage and he's emotional that his mom and his grandma won't be there. Mm-hmm. It's just. Again, heavy. Right before we go into these bachelor bachelorette parties, take it from here, please. Yes. So the gals are having a little, um, like a drag bachelorette party, a little drag show. Why don't they have strippers? I guess that's yeah. I don't really. I I didn't. I wasn't understanding. I was like, this is the guys had strippers. Quality here. Big old booties. They did. So they. I and quite honestly, I would have preferred to be at the bachelor party. Um. So the girls, uh, Alyssa is, she's like the Mirla of this group right now. Like she's like in the corner. Mm-hmm. She's not taking shots. At one point she's just like, yeah, I just rather be in the corner here with you guys. And I really like this song. I'm like, Alyssa, what the fuck? Um, everyone else is having a good time taking shots, dancing. Um, Lindsay is, of course, getting turned. Um, and she's giving us a rundown on all the ladies. Um, she's saying that, you know, Jasmina is Naomi Campbell. It's her girlfriend. Um, everyone else is great. And then she says, is there a fifth wife? Who's the fifth wife? And the camera, you know, spans over to Alyssa. And Lindsay's just like, yeah, I don't remember who the fifth wife is. She was like, I like 95% of these ladies. So I guess her and Alyssa don't like each other. Um, which is fine, you know, but Alyssa said she's fine staying in the corner. That's all I got for the girls. Not, not much. I, everything was happening on, you know, the bachelor side. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I forgot one thing. So they start talking about sex and, uh, Katina says that she likes pretty much basic sex and she doesn't do, she doesn't like, um, sex toys she says she doesn't have like a vibrator or she says she tried it once and then didn't like it which offended mm, everybody try I guess. again please <laughs> like what do you mean <laughs> try again katina please that was people that were was, concerned that was hard to hear and she hard was just like well i like pretty vanilla routine yeah nothing with her legs up she'd like put her legs up or something and she's like i don't i don't be like this and i'm like um (laughs) now remember y'all she's (laughs) engaged to elajuan formerly known as isaac the fuck boy so (sighs) i just that's that's an interesting combination like you're a party girl not implying that every party girl is like hypersexual but like right but i would think you'd enjoy a good time no yeah like you'd be a little bit more like hey let's do this or, or let's at least try something open different. to it but she was just like no it was very i mean the whole thing with maybe the, she with just has sex with the right person alajuan will open her up hopefully but she used a vibrator once and didn't like who it. did you, who, where did she get this i mean did like, you buy it, a vibrator, use it once, and throw it in the trash? And, like, like what, what kind happened? of vibrator? Like, there's so much out there, you guys. Like, you got to give me more information. I want to help everyone help themselves. And I, I truly believe that there's a vibrator out there for everyone. So, please, spread the I'm word. I'm sure. But I don't, 
I feel like somebody might have gave her a vibrator as like a gag gift. Oh, well, those are the real it. ones. You got to spend the money. Well, that's you, how much money have you, have you spent, Tamara? Look, I am a sex toy connoisseur. Oh, I truly am a connoisseur. No, I am. So, I, Katina, if you're listening, this next girlfriend. trip I have to your place is going to be a little bit different than the previous ones. <laughs> Come, um, please. But yeah, we're Katina. We're going to talk about this. If Katina, if you're listening, please, girl, hit me up. I can, I can point you in the right direction. Yeah, I think she's just maybe not very sexually empowered, but Aww. hopefully, when she gets with her husband, she feels like she can let loose a little bit. It's it is Absolutely. strange that she has hasn't felt like she's been able to let loose because <laughs> I don't I don't know. These I'm sure at some point someone she dated was like. Put your legs over here. Like, what was she going to say? Like, oh, no. no. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't like that. Like, what? <sighs> Poor girl. I, I find that really hard to believe. But we'll see mm-hmm. as 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 time goes on. Speaking of um, hmm. Olajuwon, <laughs> he's dancing with the strippers, has his face on someone's ass. Um, it's... He's having a good time. He is. And he's, he's hoping himself. he can take his wife to the strip club too. He's really drunk. And just talking. Just just talking. Michael's not even looking at a stripper. I don't know if you noticed that. He just seems like he's very in his head still. Yeah, he was I'm just like I'm concerned. just thinking about what I can do with my wife. Oh wait, no, that wasn't Michael. That was um who was that? Mark's name. No, it wasn't was no, Mark. Was it, it was uh, is that his Chris. name? Yes, Chris. Chris was like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm just thinking about my wife. I was like, what? And then, yeah, to your point, group of guys. And to your point, like Michael, I don't even know. Was he even around the stripper? Like, I don't even remember. Every time we saw him, he was like talking to his friends, like just really not. But honestly, I get it. Like, he's just like, you know, if you're gonna honestly, the stripper wasn't like that great <laughs> like i think but you Olu know was in there with his shirt off yeah like he's a stripper too put his leg up on somebody it was a lot but honestly now mark did you see mark with a stripper i think i was mark the one getting the lap dance yes and it mm-hmm, was quite mm-hmm. a dance you know mark is having a reason he, at least he's has keeping his clothes on and you know went at the strip club <laughs> get a lap dance that's normal don't yeah. be up on the stage taking your clothes off and like putting your legs up. So <laughs> weird. I was like, why are you taking your shirt off? He's he's <laughs> having a good time, you know. Yes. We'll see. Um, let's see. Did we leave? I think we finally leave the strip club. Yes, we. And people are still club. talking. Um, Michael is saying he's scared to be vulnerable. Jasmina is talking to her friend about her. She said she did call her dad and invited him to the wedding, but, you know, he's in Jamaica. Um, apparently, he's, like, a little concerned with the speed of things and has some fears, which sounds reasonable for a parent. Um, he must really trust this woman to, like, leave to leave your children with someone indefinitely, Girl. to give them custody, and just be like, well, I'll talk to you over the phone. Or <laughs> I'm like, just, it's, it, I need more information. Hopefully, we get some. I think she'll she'll talk to Michael about this because they'll have to talk about like all their background stuff, and we'll learn a little bit more, I guess. Um, Lindsay talks to somebody named Philip at the gym at the like kickboxing place. I don't know who this is, but she says he's like the closest thing to family, and she's very embarrassed about her family situation. 
So it sounds like she'll be crying a lot throughout the season when she's not offending people. She'll probably just be crying. Mm-hmm. Um, every we get like this montage of everyone talking to their diary cams about I'm gonna marry you tomorrow and you know good night and it's the same thing over and over again. There's nothing standing out in that segment. Do you agree? I agree. I agree. Perfect. We end up at wedding day. <clears throat> um, Lindsay is getting prepared for her wedding and she's mm-hmm. making typical Lindsay comments. She's flashing everyone. It's it's giving me like I'm about to run. <laughs> so that's happening. Mark calls his mom and tells her and his mom is like, You should have done it the right way. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, wow. she's like giving him a hard time. He's like, Okay, love you, mom. She's like, bye. Yeah. And just like <laughs> hangs up and I was like, Ooh, rough. <laughs> rough um but he's excited i think he's you know maintaining his joy um Lindsay's dad comes and meets with her before and he reminds her that she needs to think twice before opening her mouth Uh, (laughs) which i was like timely um yeah he's like you know you say things if you say things in anger you can't get those things back the damage is done Mm -hmm. he's really trying to remind her to just like shut up and i don't think she's really listening to him but no she's halfway drunk at this point he seems to be a good a good dad he seems to be like look girl you're gonna (laughs) ruin this i'm trying to tell you about yourself so apparently she's supposed to go down the aisle um she all of a sudden has to go to the bathroom she's belching she lost her vows and her boobs it's a mess um, production takes her to the bathroom, I guess. Uh, they eventually get her down the aisle. They exchange their vows. Um, it seems like they're doing okay so far, both being a bit extra. He tells her she he's Mark, Mark the Shock. Mm. She says she hates shocks. And he says he'll protect her. I don't remember anything standing out about the vows. No. Pretty generic. Mm. You got anything about the vows? Um, so Lindsay says that she vows to bring fun, adventures, and joy to his life. Chaos. And to remain loyal, kind, and caring. Mark Mm. says that he started listing all the places around Boston he was looking for, and she was like, you should have went north. Yeah. Um, This was... (laughs) It, it was, was a weird, lot, but going I was like, on. I don't have chaos. Time. He promises to show her love that she never thought was possible. So yeah, it was just a lot of chaos. She kept talking and just like it was like they it was were just both talking all throughout a the lot. Night. It was just a lot of conversation. Um, so then they start like um, they go off to the side. I guess they're about to drink more, <laughs> or she needs mm-hmm. to drink less. Um, she, well, no, I'm sorry. I actually forgot about this. Um, apparently she grew up Greek Orthodox, so they do some sort of, like, ritual with the wreaths. Oh, yeah, they do, like, the three-time thing and then put it on each other's heads. Yeah, so they do that and then move on forward, move on down the aisle. Um, he tells us that he's a regional manager for three gyms and she's something for Boston Public Health. I forgot what she oh, said. Oh, yes. That's right. She works for... So she's been doing, like, a lot of COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, so then he says, I guess, I think this was to his talking head, but he was like, I wasn't sure if she was going to be quiet or boring, but we're in for quite a journey. Hmm. It's putting it nicely. <sighs> yeah. So she just wouldn't um, stop talking. She wouldn't stop talking. He does tell her that, um, since being in this process, he's trying to work out in the morning and not do a split shift so he can mm-hmm. be home in the evenings. She says this is giving her the WAP because in a previous relationship, a guy wouldn't move his schedule in hours. They could have dinner together. Um, they're both neat freaks. He's like, she has a lot of energy. He's sweating, poor thing, just trying to deal yes. with her because she's she won't shut up. At one point, she's laying on a bench. Yes. I'm um, like, how did we get here? <laughs> where are we? Where's production? Somebody come get this girl. She's like laying on a bench. He sits on the bench with her and... Um, they ask about animals, and he tells her he has three cats. She has two cats, apparently. She calls herself a crazy cat lady. She's, like, yelling. She's like, no, you guys, you guys, I'm a crazy cat lady. So, it's, it's, it was plenty for me. Um, we don't see them go into the wedding, into the reception or anything like that. I think we kind of end with them. with her exhausting him on the bench. I wonder Mm -hmm. if she, like, gets tired. Do you think she, like, sleeps okay? Or do you think she's, like, like a a late night, early riser kind of person? I don't don't know. (laughs) I I just need her to, like, chill. I always worry about people like that. Like, people with her personality, like, at work, does that meet your job? Does this same level of energy fit with your job description you can't be, just say all this stuff and be this energetic at work you need to like get your job done well i'm sure that would i don't I, I, I don't know like there's just something it's too much like she's either she's overcompensating mm. because that also i also thought about that like because she's able to go from highs to lows like all of a sudden you mentioned her mother and she's sobbing and i'm just mm-hmm. like is all this an act like it's just just to well, overcompensate for the sadness <laughs> That's what Dr. Pepper was asking. And she was like, is there, like, is this you all the time? And that's when she was saying, talking about being off the bean. She's like, this is just how I naturally <laughs> am. I'm not stimulated right now. This is just me. And I was like, this, we, we have bean. a problem here. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens with this couple. I <sighs> would imagine that the next episode we Lord. get maybe two marriages and then another two. So we'll probably be getting married all this month. And I then indeed. may get to a honeymoon. <laughs> mm. In February. Oh, so just because we bear have to with have receptions. <laughs> bear with us, y'all. <laughs> It'll be a process. But, you know, we're watching it so you don't have to do the three-hour bid. Um, exactly. It's a long time and there's not much going on. If anything pertinent happens, we'll tell you. Promise, promise, Indeed. promise. But Indeed. I do need to look at this do-rag because apparently... I'm Girl, I, w- I hope I can find... I'm trying to look on Twitter to see if I can I think find I recorded it. So I was like, scrolled. good sir, what is this? <laughs> Honestly. I'm going to go check for it and, and see what that's about. Um, bless his little heart. I will see his hair at the wedding. It'll probably fresh. be like, you got to do what you got to do. They probably told him, you know, if you want your hair to lay down, just wear this do-rag for the next 72 hours. And he was like, okay, hours. I'm going to wear it everywhere. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. Um, so, yeah. So... What have you been watching on TV? Are there any recommendations you have for us? Ooh, it's been, you know, let's quite see. some time. Yeah, I've watched quite a few things. Um, did I already talk about 
Oh, well, today I was watching Abbott Elementary. Oh, I don't heard know if you guys that. have heard of it. It's an ABC uh, sitcom written by Quinta Brunson. Um, Quinta was someone who went viral and then like started working for BuzzFeed. And this is her, her first show. They're calling it a mockumentary. Um, so pretty entertaining. It's like she's working at a very low budget school. Um, also there's a woman named Janelle James who plays the principal at the school and she's on another show, I think on Netflix called Stand Ups. Cheryl Lee Ralph is in it, who we love. Um, Tyler James Williams from Everybody Hates Chris is in it. They have a pretty good cast, pretty entertaining. There's only two episodes out so far, so super easy to catch up on. It is 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, if anyone cares about that. Um, So very light, very entertaining. Love it. Recommend it if you need something to just take the stress out of out of the COVID, out of the Omarion, out of, you Mm -hmm. know, all that. Or the, what is the new thing? The Flurona? No, see. Oh, God. If you need a break from all that, watch you a little bit of Abbott Elementary. Kids are funny. Cast is funny. I'm liking it. Perfect. Um, so I've been watching quite a few things, and I'm trying to figure out what I really want to highlight. Um, Tell us what you want us to know. I have been watching um, Real Housewives of Orange County. Mm. Um, Orange County, I think, is the first housewife show. Uh, so they've been on the longest, but they actually took a hiatus last year because it was so awful. So they're back. They're rebranding. There's actually um, a black woman on the show. She's uh, mixed. Uh, Mom's white. Dad's black. And so I'm actually kind of watching for her because she usually highlights a lot of black designers um, that she's Mm. wearing. I actually followed her and I found out this really cute, um, like these black purse designers that I love. Um, So I am watching that show. It's super interesting i mean it's housewives remind us the name of it again real housewives of orange county y'all know i'm a Mm -hmm, bravo mm -hmm. stan um and i've also been watching uh quite a few things on netflix i recently uh binged watched something on new year's eve called what let me see what it was called oh my gosh it literally just came out safe let me see stay close yes stay close Yes, mm, I watched Harlan that. Harlan Coben is a very great author. I, he has multiple shows on Netflix. Yes, watched and I all. and I actually went on like a little like binge because I was like, I'm gonna watch all his shows. <laughs> Turns out I already watched one of them, The Stranger. So I was like, well, I can't rewatch it. And then the other two, one's like um like a Spanish one, like it's in Mexico, and I didn't really. Uh, they just poorly executed the plot, so I was like, I'm not gonna watch that. And there's another one that's like in German. I may mm. consider watching that. But man, that man, this author, uh, Harlem Coben, he is amazing. And he's got this like deal with Netflix, so he'll drop more. But yeah, Stay Close yeah. was super great. I read loved his it. books as well. I, I think the first it. book I read of his was Fool Me Once. Really, Ooh. really good. Recommend it. Um, it was something I stumbled upon, and I was like, oh, I like him a lot. And so when he came to Netflix, I was like, I'm watching all mm. of these. But. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna read some of his books because man, the way these series be, I'm like, wow, twists and turns. <laughs> so yes, I definitely <laughs> recommend anything so that wow, he has. Twists and turns. I mean, so many twists, so many turns. So yeah, I'm definitely He's a gonna, good author. I'm gonna pick up some books from the library. He's great. 
so guys i guess that's it for us we'll be back Whew, i'm mm-hmm. sorry guys i'm out of that's breath it stay safe wash your hands wear your mask um we're currently in a stage five don't know what stage you're in where you are but <laughs> probably similar stages <sighs> you know protect yourself um i know some people don't want to get vaxxed you, if you die, I mean, if you get vaxxed, you could die. If you catch COVID, you could also die. So you just pick mm-hmm. your poison. Um, if you are vaxxed, get boosted. Flu shots are available if you're one of those people who do that kind of thing. There's, you know, or just isolate yourself. If you just stay inside, no harm should come to you. Um, that's my PSA. Anything else? No, nope, nope. that's it. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for catching back up with us. Thanks, guys. Bye.